All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producers, spin the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We're coming to you live out here at Las Vegas, Super Bowl Radio Row, Super Bowl 58, courtesy of Maestro DeBell Tequila Studios. Uh, keep it moving. Uh, I know we're running a little bit behind on Drew. You know, things happen in real time, so we'll see if we had to push him back a segment or push him back tomorrow, but we're going to keep rolling. Uh, we'll try to get him on. Uh, but uh, anyway, but continuing what I'm talking about, because there's a lot. And keep in mind, like, the way I'm set up, and I even have to back back, because when I'm at my home studio, the camera, Jonas knows I'm very particular about being on camera in general. And the camera angle, I got it set up to where I can see. I've got a flat, big screen TV screen up on the wall where I can see how close I've been. Now I have to take Jonas's word of it, and I kind of basically back myself up. Um, yeah, that's not too bad. Because I had a backup because nobody wants to see my big-ass black head right up and basically see my nostril hairs and all up my nose and everything. So I'm very particular like that. I've just warmed up from even y'all seeing visual, man. I did radio, even though I'm not thinking I'm a bad-looking dude, but I did, you know, do radio, dabble in the TV. So that's one thing. But so keep in mind, like, I'm, like, there's a lot going on, you know, around me. And this is, you know, and again, it pays to be able to be, you know, as long as I've done this, um, but there's a lot going on to stay focused and do it. And I'm seeing people, different people walk around. And just about a couple of seconds ago, and I'll just say it it's straight, like, just sad in the situation to see when you, and sometimes I think, unlike, and I've said this before, and I know I'm going off the rails. There's a lot of stuff on the docket, but it's just going to be winging it sometimes audible. But I've said it before sometimes that, you know, how MLB and you know other sports and i think i could say nba does a pretty good job and i know mlb does a good job of really like appreciating and honoring and and you know taking care of their former greats you know um former champions and i just saw jim mcmahon you know you know everybody's moving around walking around everything i just saw jim mcmahon be strolled in a wheelchair by his handlers. Now, you can still tell that's Jim McMahon. And, you know, Jim McMahon, you know, you're talking about the era of playing in 80s way before we really started diving in of what concussions was about. And, you know, there were some hits. You can go look at some old NFL films hits and look at Jim McMahon and some of them hits he took. But to see that, and I, and I remember seeing a story uh, probably about eight years ago already, a decade ago, maybe even a little bit more. Well, probably around that time. And, you know, I think there was a group of cats out of Arizona that really came up with this infusion type of uh, treatment that they did with Jim because Jim was really battling even the forms of CTE and things with his brain. I remember him talking about it was almost like flushing a radiator. They went through like his spine. But I'm bringing that up because I just saw him pass me and his guys were having him in a wheelchair. And it's really like, damn, man, like it's, you know, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's tough, but I mean, you can still tell it's Jim McMahon, but it just goes to show that, and it's been a debating topic for years about the NFL. And that's why they've had some lawsuits in regards to their former players and health benefits. But, you know, it is kind of, you know, sad to see Jim in that situation. Uh, you know, again, he's part of one of the most historic Super Bowl champion teams in history, at least in my lifetime, in the Chicago 85 Bears. Now, they were no more about their 
defense being legendary and that whole Buddy Ryan 46 defense than Jim McMahon, but that was still the punky QB. So uh, just crazy. And I'll tell you another side note, too. You talk about who's out here in the media world, and I've been telling you that a lot of these formats, like Cam Newton's out here, like, really taking this media stuff seriously. Like, Cam is out here. He's got his setup. Now, of course, he's got interviews lined up through his handlers and stuff. That's how they work. You know, the bigger dogs do it. But Cam is out, and I don't know why he's trying to rekindle the Pharrell, that era. I don't know. That was probably about, like, eight years ago or maybe over a decade ago when Pharrell had the big tops going around with the hat game going around. I still don't know what Cam's, you know, agenda is on that, but that's Cam Newton. Uh, but anyway, just want to throw that out there. Um, and look, man, of course, you know, I, I and I just had to message him back. And let me just clarify that because I know I've got other Chiefs fans that listen through social media and they listen to some, you know, online. I'm not trying to say that home field advantage is all going to be about the 49ers. First of all, I know this is a neutral site. I mean, Kansas City, oh, they said there was home field advantage in Baltimore. They said that we went on the road in Buffalo. Look, I get it. And I've been saying that even the last couple of years, Rob, that it's like, oh, let me see if they can do it. Arrowhead, you proved it. But make no mistake about it, man. Go look at the film on opening night in Monday. The 49er fans dwarfed the sound of Kansas City fans that night. I mean, it, it got to the point where Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey thought, oh, I wish I could go play now. Y'all hype me up. They they, had, they reacted to it because it was deafening. And to be honest with you, I don't even like, <clears throat> the, the truth of the matter is, I don't even like the way that, that whole, and I don't know how long they've been doing that, and I was telling AC that, I don't like the whole fraternizing before Super Bowl game. Like, they had Brock Purdy up there, and I understand the NFL, and, you know, you got a lot of young generation that are getting in the games and then you got the taylor swift crowd that's coming in and seeing games now goodell was even asked about it at media yesterday but you've got you know kelsey and kittles up there sharing a the stage and talking about save that for after the i mean save that for another time like this is supposed to be the super bowl like these guys ain't supposed to be that close when they're about to go uh spend three hours of uh banging knocking each other around to try to win a, a, a lombardi trophy I mean, it does come to the point where, you know, I'm not telling you the NFL's becoming like the NBA where you got the banana boat gang and everybody's kumbaya, but I, I've been meaning to get on to talk about that too because, I mean, look, Vegas, from what I've seen for the most part, has done a damn good job of hosting. I mean, come on, it's Las Vegas. Like I said, it's their first one. ain't going to be the last one they're going to get. But the truth of the matter is don't go so overboard to market your players to where you kind of lose that lust to some of the old school guys. That at the end of the day, there's a competition. Now, this ain't a big rivalry so much between Kansas City and the 49ers. I might turn into that one after this one because this is going to be the second time they played a Super Bowl together. I mean, excuse me, against each other. Uh, but I'm not going to tell you it's going to become to that, but that it's heated. It's not, you know, Kansas City and, you know, let's say um, Kansas City and the Raiders or you put – but at the end of the day – there should be some tension to where these guys are, even if it's opening Monday night media, they shouldn't be put in a situation where they have to share certain obligations to do that all together. That's just my, that's just another side thought, you know, and a side note on that, that point, uh, keeping it moving though. Um, let's get to some other NFL news, uh, as well too, while we wait to try to connect with, uh, Brad, but let's just get to some other NFL news. Uh, Drew, I'm sorry, Drew, um, Jim Harbaugh, He's. I, I told y'all last week that I was interested to see what kind of staff that he was going to assemble. 
uh, getting ready for the Chargers. Um, and I also told you that most likely, because I, I mean, it, it's not, I'm not going to put this as no Paul Revere, Calvin riding on his horse prediction, because to me, I thought this was kind of obvious. Uh, but before, let's talk about the bread. Um, the reports have come out that this was an $80 million contract, okay, for I think it was for five years, okay? Now, if you do the math, Okay, and I was horrible in math. The only thing I was good at when it came to math was math, money, and counting money. But if you do the math, I think that comes out to about 16 a year. Okay, which I think I hit that one on the nose because I know I said about between 16 and 18 because I knew Jim was going to be, you know, he had 10 years, $125 million on the table for Michigan. <clears throat> but we know why he chose to go back to charges to face that, you know, to get chase that Lombardi trophy. But what I wanted to be interested in was his staff uh, that he's continued to go ahead and form. And he's bringing uh, Jesse Minter, which was his defensive coordinator at Michigan, who just completed a national title. If you go look at what that defense has done. Also, Harbaugh has worked with him basically before. And he's looking to go ahead and bring uh, Greg Roman, which the offensive coordinator with Jim worked with the first time that he was winning the San Francisco 49ers. So he's a similar staff. And I'll tell you, and, and they had no choice. And I keep saying this, but the Spano family, I will tell you before we see any result of what, because I'll tell you, and, 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 and I'll say it and then let you know I'm not being biased. Jim's going to win at least one Super Bowl, maybe two with Justin Hibbert. I don't know the time frame of that. I think probably by year two to three, they're going to be competing for an AFC crown. They're going to be challenging Kansas City to win that division to take Kansas City's crown away from them. But with Justin Hibbert, he's never like, so you have to go back to Andrew Luck at Stanford. This is the best quarterback by far that Jim's ever going to have his hands on. And the truth of the matter is, He's going to win at least Super Bowls. Uh, he's going to lose at least you one. I know the Spanos said, yeah, we agree with him. We want multiple. Uh, but that staff that he's starting to assemble, man, as I sit here, out here with our uh, good affiliate, Maha Sports, and it, it was good to meet some of the guys, too, because a lot, you know, I always like to pride myself that I think I know what the pulse is of Denver in that area when it comes to the Broncos and stuff. But I had a talk with him, man. I'm going to do uh, his show tomorrow. He, he's kind of letting me know that the Nuggets are putting a real serious threat on that orange and blue uh, in regards to the importance. And, and there's factors that go into that. But when I talk about possibly two Super Bowls that Harbaugh can win with Justin Hibbert, uh, when we talk about possibly Kansas City's going to complete a dynasty come this Sunday. That team in Colorado got some work to do. Got some work to do. And, um, you know, they're in a situation. They're going to be trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Uh, with the cap situation, what goes on that? So that division is going to be competitive. But back to Kansas City. And see, this is one thing, the message to Kansas City, Rob, Chiefs, Canyon, there's a couple of y'all. Don't turn into – it goes in cycles. Don't turn into that fan base that gets sensitive about everything else. You know, like I had to tell AC the other night, she's like, why are they bull? Like, that's so rude. I'm like, no, nah, man, the, deal with it. 
didn't have didn't majority of America get pissed off and tired of the New England Patriots keep winning, keep showing up in the AFC Championship games, keep winning Super Bowl. Not everybody was in love with New England. They wouldn't have know America's team where everybody's oh this is cool, this is a dynasty. It's Kansas City's turn to be hated. I mean they've they've been. In, I mean this is going to be four Super Bowls that they're going to be playing in. They played in damn near every AFC Championship game in the last five six years. It seems like it embraced the hate, but don't turn in. Chiefs Kingdom, AK Rob, don't turn into that sensitivity, man. About all I said was the truth does go look at it. 49er fan drowned at Kansas City fan Monday night. There they were in there deep loud, and that was there was no game being played. We, they were just introducing players. That's all I said. Did I say they're gonna lose because of that? No. I know it's a neutral feel. I mean, calm down, relax. All right, keeping it going, um, sticking with the NFL theme, uh, what else do we got going on? So I talked about uh, Harbaugh getting this. Oh, this is another thing. As, as we crown, after we crown a champion this Sunday, the next thing that's going to be big on the docket for the NFL, of course, are the, the combine and the private workouts. And then April will be here before you know it. I think April 24th it is, the NFL draft. And Caleb Williams has popped up on my radar again. And this is what I'm going to tell. This is what I'm going to say, because there's a lot of conflicting things out there. Um, but I've got a message to Caleb Williams camp because I, I don't get a chance to really, um, you know, years ago, I got a chance to listen more uh, of Kyle. I've always respected Colin Cowherd and stuff. And I know there's something going on because I think Colin Cowherd has doubled down and even know that his sources that he feels that Caleb Williams doesn't want to play for Chicago. And now you look at a situation what took place, which the Washington Commanders made a hire. They got Cliff Kingsbury to change a change of heart in the in the 24th hour to not go coach these Las Vegas Raiders and take the OC job with the Commanders. Now, Cliff Kingsbury was the OC coordinator, okay, for the USC Trojans for Caleb Williams. Now you do the math. Do you think all of a sudden again? Now the Commanders have new ownership. You know they have Magic Johnson there. Uh, they 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 hired Bob Myers, the former GM of the of the Golden State Warriors, who built that dynasty, to just be on for the for the interviewing process and the going through this of who's going to be fit for coach and OC. So do you think there's any mistake that the Commanders hired Cliff Kingsbury? without any intention of trying to make a full push to go do whatever they can and they would have to trade up to get Caleb Williams. And the, the thing that I'm having a problem with Caleb Williams and his camp, which is led by his daddy, because remember, I remember Jonas bringing this up to me like five months ago about there was a report that his dad was saying, hey, well, we don't really want to go to Chicago. We don't. He's not going to play Chicago. He'll stay in college. And they kind of backed off of this. But the more you hear this leak out and then you see that move going to commanders, and then you have Kayla Williams like on Twitter or whatever when they shared the news of them hiring, you know, Cliff Kingsbury. Now, that could just be Kayla Williams, you know, congratulating one of his former coaches that helped him in college. Now, it could be that. Or it could be just as this young generation does, they like to do these crypt, these cryptic situations, these, you know, delete the team off of your social media, do that. If you think that's not, that's a coincidence, you're crazy. I fell for it once with Hackett, okay, and, 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 and George, a.k.a. Jorge, hiring Hackett to think that they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. It has a lot to do with that. Does that mean they're going to get him? But my point in this segment about Caleb Williams 
and his daddy. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Say it with your chest out. Say it. Eli had to take bullets. He had the royalty of Eli, the Manning on the back of his jersey. Back in the day, moons ago, Elway had the Yankees as leverage. There was going to be another quarterback, especially at that position, especially with NIL money, that was going to threaten to sit there and say, I don't think my career and I don't trust this organization going forward that they're going to build the right team around me. Why does it have to be certain things? And look, because I've never met Colin Cowherd, but I've been in this business long enough, even on the national level, guys, local guys, regional. I know who's BS and who's legit and who does stuff for clicks and who doesn't. And I don't never, I've never seen Colin Cowherd. He, he hasn't been right with a bunch of stuff. He's connected. He's got sources. But I can't see him doubling down and really sitting there saying that, hey, I've got sources tells me Caleb does not want to play for Chicago. It's getting closer to the draft. Just do. Just come out and say it. Like, you're not going to win. Like, like, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You can't try to be this generational quarterback, which the experts tell me that he's on the verge of maybe being. And on that, you can't lose your leverage when you know you're going to be the first quarterback taken, whether it's Chicago, whether Washington trades up, whether Minnesota trades up, whoever trades up. You know you got leverage. If you don't want to play in Chicago, just say it and deal with it. This society will move on. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a Dose. We are broadcasting out here courtesy of Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Maestro DeBell, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spinning one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports crime. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind I said, I'd rather be famous instead. I let all that get to my head. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spinning the one and twos, coming live to you from Las Vegas, site of Super Bowl 58. All right, today's show is being presented by Dos Equis, and we are broadcasting out here courtesy of Maestro Tabell Tequila. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Pillin Whiskey. Pillin Whiskey is an oak barrel aged whiskey distilled.
field in Canada using the finest ingredients before bottling glacial fresh spring waters added from Mount Hood, Oregon's highest peak. Pillin Whiskey delivers an uncommonly smooth taste and rich, complex flavor. And also keep in mind, Pillin Whiskey is the official spirit of the Pro Rodeo Cowboy Association and its official whiskey of the Professional Bull Riding Tour, which is the PVR Velocity Tour, and it's an official whiskey of the sports grind. Um, you know, and honestly, again, which I'll be definitely, he'll be probably the shocking. He'll be the first person I'm going to end up going to talking to. Cause I know, and the odd thing is he followed me on Twitter for some strange reason. Uh, but old Bill Krakenberg, I had to get him on. He's, I know he had a special if you're in the gambling community, you know, if you don't know, but I know years ago he's on HBO, you know, big guy, uh, they did a thing on him, but he, he's kind of one of those deep in the game. Um, but yeah, I'll probably be talking to him here sometime, of course. But I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, if you ever, if you can relate, like I don't know what I can relate it to, but you know, if you are at work or you're working and you you've got, let's say, you got stuff that you gotta complete, but let's say you know there's something going on that's a distraction. Like I'm doing this show for three hours, okay? Um, I am a Sapphire member. Uh, you know, I don't usually just I because I'm very a humble person. You know, that's why, you know, I'm not a person that's sharing stuff on Facebook. I know and it, it hurts me a lot in regards to opportunity business, but I just wasn't ready. Like, I mean, I'm to me, it's just like there's a few people, you know, that. So the bottom line is I'm a sci-fi member at Mandalay Bay. And nice uh, plug. Yeah. Well, you know, they put me up for free for four days here. Um, so it is what it is. It was just they didn't even they, they I don't even let them know that I'm part of the media I just because I don't want them to treat like I even try to hide my I, I like say hey, Mr. Casey you need anything yeah man I said I wanted to do what's up because I had made sure I checked in again but I'm trying to focus to get through this but at the same time like the tables and the sport but like the the, the action out there and, and, and this two hour time because I'm looking like damn man it's only 137 but my body knows it's like 337 Central Standard Time but it's like that's like having Pookie or something, man, having just sit there through things going or going somebody. I, I don't know what I compare it to. Like you're doing a job, it's like, damn, man, I can't wait to get off because I really want to go do this. But I love talking to my fans that that tune in, you know, here. Well, we've kind of got Jonas set up. You were you were the mic, you can talk. Say hello to people, man. You haven't just as long as you've been, I'll let you go without even saying anything. But I know you the technical guy trying to get everything set up. Uh, just a little busy out here, Kale. Oh, okay. Just, just a little bit. Okay. Okay. But I'm glad to be out here. No. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm glad that you I mean that you've been able to I know this is your first one. Like I said, I've only done this twice. But like I said, in the first hour, uh, which by the way, uh we did hear back from um Drew of uh, the Texans television, Drew Doherty. He's going to be joining us tomorrow. We're gonna switch him until tomorrow and then we'll see kind of what's going on. I know I've got a uh a meeting with um and I, that's another thing i almost forgot i know i've got a meeting set up with uh tony george about some things i want to talk to him about and maybe we can get him on friday but i know he's a busy thing he's got things he's got to do with vsn and all that but um so we'll kind of do that possibly friday um but no but i i'm, I'm glad you joined I me mean, i don't do it every time but it usually if it makes sense to me because the one after houston i think the one that came after houston was in minnesota and I told the guy, I was like, nah, because I remember the song was like, hey, let's keep it going. Like, I'm take my black ass up to Minnesota. And be, I, mean, I like some cold weather, but I ain't trying to go up there in January and February when it's damn near like 20 degrees. That's another thing. I don't think, and it's crazy because NFL, I remember 
it was probably years ago. I don't know which one that was, but I know one time it was in Atlanta. They had them there an ice storm. I think the time they had it in Dallas, it was kind of chilly. You know, Super Bowls have really, and they tried the cold weather one in New York, which was just a disaster, in my opinion. I didn't even go, but I think it was a disaster because of the outcome. That was the one with Seattle and Denver. It was just a cold. I don't, and again, you've got historic franchises like the Giants. You know, people, and this has been a topic going around. And again, I'm going off the top of the dome. I've got a couple other things I want to get to the doctor before we get out of here, but it's going to be like this the next few days. So just bear with us. Um, it's been rumblings about people throwing out their Lambeau field. Are you serious? There's no a Super Bowl in Green Bay and Wisconsin. Like, you know, they've got parties. And, and the crazy thing about it, I think the, the high the next few days in Vegas is only supposed to reach like 53 or 54. And there's been some wins. And let me tell you something. That, that cool... And, and again, I'll, I'll I will not complain anywhere when we deal with 108, 106, 110. I told y'all that in July when we were cooking. Okay, so I'm not really complaining. I'm just letting you know, like that desert cool, like at night, like that because this is the first. Because usually, if I come out to Vegas a few times, I've been out here. It's been kind of more. I think uh, early fall, maybe that time September. That one time we were out here, John, it wasn't on business. That was just more of like. Well, it kind of was. We had a meeting out here. It was kind of business, but not really like that. That was like September, I think, or October. Early uh, it, was, it was November. November. Uh, it was week eight of the NFL season. Because remember, uh, that was Browns-Bengals weekend. Yeah. And you and I were at a sports book watching the games. Yeah. And uh, that was when uh, Denzel picked off Joe Burrow in oh, the end zone and with Jamar Chase. and correct. Ran it yeah. all the way back, 99 yards. and Yeah. Uh, in the sea of football jerseys, yeah. I think I was about the only Cleveland Browns yeah. jersey out there and yeah. uh, losing my mind barking. Yeah, AC was kind of upset. She's like, I can't really wear, you know, my outfits. I want to go, well, you shouldn't be wearing that stuff anyway. You know, so maybe Mother Nature, things happen for a reason, man. Yeah, I should have brought some long pants. You shouldn't be wearing that stuff anyway. But anyway, um, no, I'm not like that. I don't control. I'm not that dude. Trust me. I'm not, you know, I'm not Tom Cruise, man. Tom Cruise poor Nicole Kidman, you know. Um, not that dude, you know, I figure like, ain't nobody looking at you. Why am I with you then? But, um, anyway, back to the, the let's rear it back a little bit into the, uh, NFL. See a couple other things. Okay. Let me, let me touch on this. Okay. And, and this is one of those that I was going to save until we got back in the home studio, but I really couldn't. Cause I was, again, I was time schedule all up. I was up reading on this and this one came across my radar. Um, and this is kind of up your alley, Mr. Clark, but and it's crazy because we kind of touch on these topics as we go. And when you hear me sometimes in the show talk about Capitol Hill and Monopolis, well, check this out. And I've been telling y'all about this Mickey Mouse, okay, a.k.a. Giannis, which they lost again, by the way, last night. Oh, Doc. What is Doc's? How many, how many wins does Doc have since he's been? He's got, he's got at least two, right? I know he's got not. I, he better have more than one. I think he's got at least two, if I'm not mistaken. He's got to be like what two and four since joining or someone, or is he like one, four, five? I'll have you time to look at like look at that. But anyway, um, I wanted to touch on this, okay? So, and I came across this. I think this was USA Today, um, and it's in uh, the Super Bowls going on. And I know Goodell was talking about. I mean, the 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 numbers Goodell threw out when he met with the media down here. On Monday or Tuesday, talking about the streaming situation, like these Super Bowl, because we're custom of like a buck twenty-five, buck thirty. When I say that, about a hundred, I mean 125, 140 million people watching. Well, Goodell threw out like two hundred, 
250 because of this influx with stream. Well, according to reports, ESPN slash Disney, Fox Corp, which is Fox Sports Radio, and Warner Brothers are teaming up for a joint venture that is coming up this fall for a streaming service. Now, now let me let me repeat this so you can get so you can grasp this around your head. Disney, which is ESPN, and everybody knows if you listen to this show, you should know now. If you didn't know, Disney owns ESPN. Okay, Fox Corp, which is the business holding name for Fox Sports Radio and Fox Sports Television, and then Warner Brothers, which falls in. I think Warner Brothers is like TNT, Turner, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, the, the whole HBO family. Okay, so, uh, I think Bleacher Reports now a part of that. Their partnership with HBO Max and Warner Brothers and Time Warner okay. and TNT. Yeah. So the big goal of this, what I've been hearing or what I've read. Okay, so what they want to do because the most part with these streaming packages, and I know I've complained about my complaints with streaming and the billing and all that. I just wish they get the billing right. I mean, it's like, damn, man. That's why I try to don't know what day they're gonna draw it. Don't know whatever. That's why I ain't get my business card. I'll give. I'll do some damn PayPal card or something like that. Like, damn it, if I have to see, I just wanted it for the damn NFL ticket anyway. And I and I'm duplicating, running over. Told myself I was gonna cancel uh, Spectrum. Still ain't done that. I don't know why. But and they hit you over the head for that. That's it's crazy. But listen, they're, the whole point of this is because each streaming service that we have up currently now, you only get so many games that they're allowed to show. And there are only certain sports that they have deals with. So the idea of these big companies, streaming company and broadcasting companies coming together for this one type of streaming service is now you're going to have a package that's going to say, okay, you know what we're going to do? We've got the rights to here. So we got the rights here because each streaming company couldn't carry those because that other partner already had the rights to the streaming service. So what they've done is they say, okay, we all come together and form this new streaming platform. Now you can get a streaming package that's going to give you, I don't know, 20 MLB games. It's going to give you eight NBA games or so whatever the case. So NBA, MLB NFL, and even with TNT now that has a deal with NHL hockey, you're going to be able to get hockey packages. Now, for the sports fans, I think it basically makes it, could make it, if you're part of that streaming world and you went all in, whether you're a cable cord cut or whatever, it's going to give you probably a better choice to where you can pick one streaming situation and then have all your, your sports packages on this. But when I read this, I'm like, uh, when's Capitol Hill? This smells like everything but a monopoly. What are they? Oh, I'm sorry. Mickey Mouse is leading the way. It's Disney. I forgot. It's not Bezos. Okay. I, 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 it's not Elon Musk, which I'm not a big fan of Elon Musk, but those guys, it's Disney. It's the Mickey Mouse. I will steady repeat this. Go research, forget streaming, and Brock, go look at just other business that has nothing to do with television streaming that Disney owns. There are a few hundreds of them. How, and, and I hate to poop on this because I, I, I haven't even looked at it deep enough to know like is this something that i'm going to be able to really enjoy taking life or is it just like whatever but this smells like a monopoly all over it but i can't believe that they're coming and if this is where we're really going and we're not coming back i don't think it's all we're going to limit because you know roger goodell got put on the hot seat when somebody asked like is it fair that people had to pay for an nfl game for a streaming series like oh well we run the league that has the most games you can get for free blah blah so it's not going anywhere but the reality of it is if this is where it's at I still say the broadcast, the talent, which they, and I'm not complaining about anybody that's with the streaming service with the talent, but the quality of the stream and, you know, 
along with the big billing cycles and being accurate and not having me to have to go ahead because the reality is i think that they need to focus on and not have people have to subscribe to hbo max are you going to get all the if it's just sports then just come out with a sports package that's a streaming and you're going to pay for it not that i just got to pay for this six month season but then i've got to take the 70 80 other channels along with the two now not all circumstances are like that because the nfl sunday ticket you didn't have to have the whole youtube package if you want you could have bought the nfl sunday ticket just there but it kind of made sense to get at least the basic youtube package like i did but yet and still man the the sports and and we wonder why quarterbacks a la patrick mahomes um Dak Prescott, whatever you want to say. We wonder why these athletes make the money they do and how Harbaugh gets 80 million for six years. They average about 16 million. Sean's getting paid 18, reportedly seven to 18 million. We wonder where this money comes from because it's our fault. Because we consume so much of this sports and the sports are part of our daily lives. You have people like me that's made a living. Uh, that's the living. You made a living off of sports, been in the industry, making a living off of sports. All these people that are sitting around me are out here working and making a living off of a sport event, off the biggest sporting event in the world, especially in North America. So the trickle down effect is coming home to roost when you're getting a hundred million or 80 million 60 million people viewing in there it comes down to the, there's going to be more people coming in to figure out okay what's that next thing because you don't really see i mean of course you had netflix you had hulu when we talk about the boom that changed like hollywood from more big name actors you know from like paramount all the motion pictures when we went through this dry spell now COVID had something to do with that but when we went through the dry spell where there wasn't big motion pic well netflix was paying actors 40 60 80 million dollars for three document or three movie series the, the, the kevin hart's the david chappelle but sports is on a whole nother level man i don't know when it's gonna start but another streaming giant together i mean look who was when sprint and t-mobile merged that had to get approved through government regulation because that's cell phones now that's when you look like hey we can't have y'all to merge because you know and you can go back in the day at&t southwestern bell all back old school but it seems like these brought like fox espn tnt because of sports they're kind of like to me in my opinion they're like getting away with it like they're pushing the envelope and getting away with it because if this was a cell phone company or if this was uh i don't know let's just say maybe get, what would happen if exxon shell and some gap just decides to merge and all of a sudden people in america we got one gas oil outlet to go to can you imagine what gas would be at that time if there's no competition but in my opinion and i could be overthinking things okay but the reality is i just think and trust me this comes from a guy that does sports for a living the sports and strength, they're getting away with this. No, and I wonder how long it's going to take for those people that like to grandstand on Capitol Hill when the cameras come on. This is what you said. You should have known. How long is it going to take for those people to catch up with this? When somebody says, well, hold on, what are we really doing here? What are we really doing here? You got thoughts on that, John? Well, I, I think that maybe the way that part of it is still protected is that you're talking about only a streaming option it's not going to it's not going to impact the broadcast option so okay. therefore the the monopoly is only in a streaming space you don't have to stream yeah if you want to pay for other channels or if you live in a local market that's going to broadcast it on your local abc channel 
then you, uh, over the air with an antenna or the digital antenna, then you can still get it. And so that's that's where you're not being, and, and th this is probably the in the fine print that they're working around is that you can still access it if you're in a legal market to do so, you know, in terms of, you know, where the broadcast rights and everything are for local distribution. Um, likely, you know, NFL games would still be, you know, regionally based. You can watch Fox, but you only get the Fox regional broadcast, you know, when they go to, you know, uh, Saints down in Texas, you know, that's where you get, you end up with. So I think that that's where they probably skirted around, but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely terrifying as to what the pricing could start. Yahoo finance has a, the prices analysts are saying around 30 to 40 minimum a month. Now that's not a bad price, but that's just like everything else. That's where the buy-in price to pull you in. All right. And then once you've got the service next year, uh, we're going to go ahead and 50. It's now 75. The next yeah. year you want to keep a uh, hundred. So I'm with you. And, and to me, and you know, and I know I've heard you complain about this too, but I know that they're trying to work on this because you know, you pay for these streaming services, but then if you're in, if a team's in your local market or region, you can't watch it on there. And I think if I did read this correctly, I think with this one, they're trying to work with that to where that might, might be the case. Like the whole, like through the YouTube, I went ahead and took the NBA package and that. So listen, this just because a dumbass just basically having the NBA league pass on Spectrum and I got the NBA League Pass on YouTube. I, 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 now, I will tell you this. The YouTube, and because I wanted to do as a test to say which one I really want to keep. Now, the one thing I will tell you, the YouTube streaming that they've got over just the regular, let's say, Spectrum or Cable of the League Pass is because it gives you the octo, like the box option. That right there, to me, is the game. Like The, the multicast. It, that is, the, to me, that's the difference right there. Now, I don't know if it's enough to put up with me with the lag and the buffering all the time for most of the time. But the truth of the matter is that is a feature. And especially if you're trying to put up with multiple games and everything, that's that's a game winner there. You listen to the sports grind. We are broadcasting out here live Super Bowl 58. All right. Radio row. It's, it's definitely picking up, man. I, I mean, I tell you, it's the calm before the sun. I can't imagine by Thursday or Friday, like, hey, I'm getting out of here by Saturday. But I can't imagine what it's going to look like probably by Friday or Thursday because day's only midweek. When we get back, we'll take a look at the midweek lines of this Super Bowl 58 match. I'm eager to see it. I haven't really paid attention to the lines in the last few days, so we'll look at where it's at. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting out here for Rose Super Bowl 58 Radio Row. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing Spin the One and Twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. 
Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 